guys, welcome back to the Postmodern Girls podcast. Because there's now two of us. There is now two of us. <laughs> say your name, say my name. Oh, hi, I'm Lily. At... <coughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Oh, I forgot. I said it with chest. <laughs> I said it with chest. I'm Sophie. And I'm Lily. <laughs> and Sophie has just had an identity crisis, apparently. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Welcome back to the second episode with us. I think this is the ninth episode? Yeah, this will be ninth episode. Yeah. Damn, and we are together again mm-hmm. because she turned up on my doorstep. Mm-hmm. And I just had to let her in. Because I had nowhere else to go. Mm. She's been evicted. I have. Anyway, how's your week been? Other than being evicted. <laughs> Other than being evicted. Um, my week has been... My week's been interesting. My week's been a bit dramatic. Well, today's been a bit dramatic. My school's quite a dramatic place. Um, the rest of my week's been pretty, like, relieving. Because, like, I... No, I was doing exams on, like, Wednesday and now I'm finished. So it's quite, like... A weight lifted off my shoulders. Oh, I thought you said, I weight lifted. I thought you were going to say that's like yeah. something you did this week, but no, no sorry. No, I did not Sorry, you weightlifted. No, I'm not you, No, you didn't weight You had a weightlift. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, let me start again. You weightlifted. No, 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 you didn't. <laughs> I did not weightlift. And I did not get evicted, just to clarify. Um, I just had a busy week and yeah, it was fine. We finished exams and that was fun. Hurrah. Exactly. Oh, and I got an offer from... Bath University. Yeah, we both got fun. offers this yeah. week. We both got offers this week. Crazy. From one of our top universities, our top yeah. choices. I got an offer from Nottingham. Way. Um, yeah, so I sent my offer application last week. And my friend sent hers off like the day after me. And the day later, she had three offers, including an unconditional. I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And so I was like spiralling because of that. I was like, ah, none of them have replied. Anyway, Wednesday, I got an offer from Nottingham and then yeah mine was just bath nothing really special but yeah it's, but it's like one of your top ones yeah yeah one of my top ones and then I got bar uh, uh I got an offer from York two days after I sent it which was about coming up to two months ago no oh. a month a month and a half a month month ago. and a half yeah. yeah yeah we hope we be we, we hope to get more offers soon <laughs> we do we I hope. mean I wouldn't like this to be the end <laughs> yeah I know well actually I don't mind because I'm just gonna decline the other one yeah <laughs> But you know, it'd be nice. Can you imagine saying I declined King's College London? Oh my! Anissa would that. kill you. My yeah. friend Anissa would kill you. She is. She really wants to get into King's College London. Are you telling her that I'm rejecting Kings? No. Oh, you're telling your dad. Opinion. I see. Not telling my. Not telling your dad that I reject. <laughs> Kings. I haven't even rejected Kings yet because I haven't even had an offer from them yet. Yeah. So you know, I might not get to decline King, t- Kings. They may get to decline me. Yeah. Which would be depressing, it but it doesn't matter because I don't want to go there. London Uni is so expensive. I just, I kind of, I want a life outside of paying mm. my rent, you know? I don't want to work yeah. to pay my rent. Yeah. Everyone I know is trying to get out of London. I think low-key, because we've spent a few of our teenage years indoors, we're, like, ready to fly the nest. Mm, we're ready so, to yeah. go and yeah. live. Like, yeah. um... Honestly, it does surprise me when people say, I want to stay as close to home as possible. It mm. does surprise it me. Does me I mean, maybe that's because I've grown up, like, in so many different places... I'm kind of ready. I'm like always after like a few years. I'm like, are you playing? Are you seriously playing Geometry Dash on me on the job? She's she's a slacker. She's playing Geometry <laughs> Dash on the job. Sometimes I play games to help my mind flow. <laughs> okay, fair enough. 
I'm just going to play the easiest one. So I'm right. distracted. Okay. Um, <laughs> I haven't even asked me how my week was. How was your week? Um, My week was actually very busy. Like, mm-hmm. not school-wise, but like lots of just different stuff. I went to the dentist. Oh, yeah? You didn't tell me that. You don't need to tell me I that. But like, <laughs> I went to the dentist. My uh-huh. teeth are amazing. Good. Like, Y'all want my teeth. Good. Um, you know I don't, but good. I'm joking. And what else did I do? I went skating a bunch of times. Yeah. 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 You did? You did? Yeah. You really did? <laughs> and then, yeah, I've just been counting down the days until you came, basically. Oh, smart. I know. Do you know what I've been, like, realising recently? <laughs> um, Since we were counting down, so since we were saying counting down days, I look at my advent calendar, I feel like I got it two seconds ago, and I'm already opening the third door. <laughs> I'm like, I, know, I, I feel like I got it, like, two minutes ago. And I'm like, where are these days going? And it always happens like that when yeah, I have my advent calendar. It does. December goes so quickly. Literally, I'm like, we're in the teens already. We're not. But, we're not. I mean, but like, yeah. when we are. Yeah. No, <laughs> it I always get feels you. Like I that. get you. But I'm so excited for Christmas. And I don't know why. I'm just really excited for I'm this I'm really year. excited for it. More than any other year. And I'm not too sure why. That's so cute. Where are you yeah. going for Christmas? Nowhere. No, so well, you're just staying at home? Yeah, we're not certain yet. But yeah, we haven't fully decided. But home is looking like a good option. I see. Yeah. We're going to my aunt and uncle's. Yes. Whose names we won't disclose because y'all don't need to know. <laughs> y'all don't need to know um, our business. Y'all need to know our business. Yeah, we're going to our, my aunt and uncle's. And two other cousins are going to be... Two, yeah, two. My cousin and her husband and her two kids are going to be there. My cousin's husband's mum's going to be there. And then my other cousin and his girlfriend is gonna be, are going to be there. Is so there's going to be... I'm just going to ask, is anyone pregnant right now? Is anyone pregnant? <laughs> Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. I knew there was someone. Yeah. There's there's like the past. I say ten, twelve years. Mm-hmm. There's always been someone pregnant. Literally. There's always been someone pregnant in our family. Either just had a baby or pregnant. Or pregnant. Like yeah. they just tag team it. Like literally. I think because like they were all very similar ages. Like yeah. that generation of cousins. There's gonna be a big gap. There's gonna. Well, that yeah. I don't. Even, I'm not having kids. I will. You will. It's gonna be a gap, and it's gonna be you. Yeah. Literally. That's gonna be so weird though, because it's weird to think that it is going to be as big a deal when I have kids as, like, it was when Vicky had kids because yeah. we're still both cousins in the family. But it feels like... Uh, know, for, the next, oh, for the next 20 years of my life, I am going to get... So when are you having a child? Mm. Why aren't you having a kid? So for me, like, I don't know, I'm very uh, conformed stereotypes type gal. Um, well, are you? No, you're not. I, I am quite. Really? Like... I, this is not me saying I want to be a housewife. No, I want to earn big bucks. But, like, <laughs> I want to have kids. Um, marriage is a bit more mm, for me, but I definitely yeah. want to have kids. Yeah, I really want to have kids. I really want to have a little girl. Yeah, I think if I had if I had, if I had to have a kid, I'd have a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to have one, I'd pick a girl. <laughs> for sure. Basically. Yeah, basically. Um, Sophie picked up my crystal collection when we first sat down. So, currently, we've got around us... Um, Wait, what was this one again? Grey agate. Grey agate, which you have no idea what that is. Citrine. Citrine for creativity. Opal for the manifestation and rose quartz for the the love. The love. We hope that we get love on this podcast episode. Exactly. Um, And then I was saying about my journal, because I was saying, oh yeah, my opal I use when I'm like manifesting, writing things down in my journal. And then I was like, I was explaining that nothing in this journal that I've written down has ever failed me. And so examples... Let me proceed the examples. So, the first thing that... I haven't had this journal for a very long time because, like, it was a new one because my, my other one was full. 
So this was, I got this at the start of October. I started this one at the start of October. Let's see, what did I write? Is there anything that I manifested? Yes, okay. So the first one thing that I manifested was winning synchro competition, which I won since we talked. I manifested for that too. Oh, thanks. We, I'm hoping that we collectively <laughs> I manifested. actually manifested something very different for that synchro competition. Yeah, <laughs> we, won't, we won't talk about no. that. We won't talk about that. So yeah, I manifested that we won. And I've, I've actually been manifesting that we are unbeatable the whole season. So we're off to a good start. Mm-hmm. We are off to a good start. Um, I also, so at the start of November, I wrote down like November manifestations. I mm-hmm. wrote, we won Skate London. Which came true. Did. We all stayed COVID free because I was like, we were all stressed that we were going to get COVID and we mm. all stayed COVID free. There we go. Um, I have over £1,000 in my bank account. That is true. Yeah. And I did so well on my mocks, which I mean, I've only done, I've only got one mock back, but it was an A and the others went pretty smoothly. So which was everything. A? Huh? Uh, what subject? German. Oh, cool. Yeah. Reading and listening. So yeah, everything I've written down has come true. Because she's a bad bleep. Because I'm a bad bleep. And this journal, ooh, it's got it's got some powers in it. I've got to start journaling. This journal from, this black journal from Ryman's, powerful shit. So I, I suggest that you all buy it and all write down your manifestations in there because they are bound to come true. I'm just, I really want to start journaling. But journaling I just... is amazing. I don't do it just for manifestation. Like, if I'm, like, brained up, like, I just yeah. need to write anything down. Yeah. Or, like, to-do lists or, like... Anything that I'm planning, like, I literally will write down in it. Yeah, no, I really need to do that. Yeah. Because I'm, for me, I'm always starting new uh, Google documents, and I'm always Mm. writing down to-do lists, and I'm like, I need it all in one place kind of thing. Yeah, I get you, I get you. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. the theme for today's episode, Mm. which will include multiple digressions, as it usually does. Obviously. However, the main focus for today's episode is my favourite topic, consumerism. Which will also tie in with fast fashion because fast fashion and consumerism, they have obviously very similar ties. Yes. So, I feel like this is going to be good because I have a very strong view on consumerism. I have a weaker view. Like, I feel like it will be it will be cause for some very uh, interesting listening. Yeah. Because I'll kind of be persuading Sophie, I guess, my argument, and she'll yeah. be challenging me with her hopefully her views, which I think is pretty good. But I will start off with a little like overview of the history of consumerism mainly the history of fast fashion but it kind mm. of it it basically shows how consumerism has involved now i actually did you know when we um in year 11 we had to do uh speeches yeah so in for gcc in the uk for our like big exam i know it's us um we have to do a speech and we have to show like um it's like persuasive writing, isn't it? Persuasive yeah. writing techniques in our speech. Yeah. So we could do it on whatever we wanted. Someone did it on the um, Australian forest fires because that was going on at the time. I was like, how that's persuasive? I don't know. She did get a, like a... Distinction. No, she got a pass. Mm. I um... Which I don't like... I understand because like there's not really much persuasion. She was just mm. sort of telling us about it. I... um. Everyone did such big topics at school, like racism, like sexism, all of that. And I did like, why netball is not just for girls? <laughs> because I was like, no boys come to netball club. Why is That's this? True. And so yeah. I started being all persuasive. I got distinction, so I was fine with that. Yeah, there you go. But I was so nervous. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so was I. I think everyone was. It was, yeah. quite, it was quite weird, even like, I don't know. Some of the topics were really good. I was going to, I started doing mine on trans rights, but I was like, I, 
I can't, I couldn't really find enough. And I, I didn't want anything that was like really too controversial. Not that I think that trans rights are controversial at all, like trans rights. But some conservative people do. But like, there's some very homophobic conservative people in my class. And I was like, <sighs> you know, so I did it on consumerism instead. And at the end of my speech, my English teacher said, you made me feel really bad for buying stuff. I was like, yeah, that's the point, love. Mm. So, okay. From the beginning of farming in the 1800s, people relied on sheep to get wool so that they could spin their own yarn and weave their own cloth. And clothes were a luxury and poorer people had very few clothes, which mostly resembled rags, um, whilst nicer clothing were made for the rich, uh, like the aristocratic members of society. Um, and they had garment makers that would make their gowns and robes. And even then, they probably had less clothes than, like, we have now. Yeah. Like, than the average person has now. Um, but that is because people of, like, normal people in those days would literally just clothed in rags. So the cycle of fashion picked up speed during the Industrial Revolution, so, like, 1800s onwards, with the introduction of textile machines and factories, which ultimately sped up the process of clothes production. A large batch of clothes could now be produced in a range of sizes in a fraction of the time it took people who were working by hand on old technology. And this was all thanks to the sewing machine, which was first patterned in 1846, which contributed to a dramatic downfall in the price of clothing and the amount being manufactured. So then outside of the couture houses, localised dressmaking businesses were responsible for making clothing for middle-class women. So if you think of, like, early Dior, like, early Christian Dior, it all started out as just, like, like dressmaking yeah. for okay, women. Yeah. So it was only really um, accessible to the really rich middle-class women. Mm-hmm. Um, so local these uh, local dressmaking businesses typically included a team of workroom employees, although some aspects of production were outsourced to sweaters or people who worked from home for very low wages Mm -hmm. which is where we get sweatshops from yeah so although these types of operations were mostly localized the practice of using sweaters in the 19 in the 1800s provides a small glimpse of what would eventually become the basis of the most modern clothing productions Mm -hmm. so for the 1990s 1950s despite the increasing number of garment factories and sewing innovations a great deal of clothing production was still done in the home or in small workshops throughout the beginning of the 20th century then from the 1960s to the 2000s in the 60s young people embraced cheaply made clothing so this was after the war so obviously during the war rationing people had less clothes people mended what they had yeah um people just made do and you had to save up a long time to get um, to get a new dress or mm. a coat or whatever and they were often very practical and obviously served like multiple purposes yeah so then in the 60s young people embraced cheaply made clothing to keep up with trends and rejected the sartorial traditions of older generations clothing started to become more of a way of expressing yourself rather than something of a necessity after the war people were tired of having very little and rationing so prized themselves of getting as much as they could for all-time low prices. Soon, fashion brands had to find ways to keep up with mills opening across the developing world by outsourcing labour. This allowed the US and European companies to save millions of dollars. And then in the, ni- in the 1990s, this saw the introduction of today's fast fashion giants such as Zara, H&M, Topshop and Primark, although it's not entirely clear which one was first or which one had the biggest influence, but they all focused on affordable 
um, and trendy clothing. The rapid growth that defines these brands today goes hand in hand with cost-cutting measures. The biggest aim of all these companies was to produce as much clothing in the smallest amount of time, thus increasing the number of cycles per season to gain as much profit as possible. So Zara was the first brand to really use the term fast fashion. And in 1990, the New York Times used the term fast fashion to describe the store's mission, declaring that it would only take 15 days for a garment to go from a designer brain to being sold on the racks. This breakneck speed was unprecedented and many people marvelled at the fact that they made it possible. So that is basically the history of how fast fashion has evolved. The fashion cycle that we know and love today and you can i think you can apply this to any kind of product if you think back in the day we you know we didn't require so much and now suddenly we are requiring so much that we didn't even know we needed i have a few things that i'd like to like propose yeah no go ahead i, I want yeah. um so first i found it quite funny from that information how it, like it almost leveled the playing field between the class system so that, you know, when all these cheap clothes came out, it wasn't just the rich who could afford them now. It yeah, was everybody. That's true. So, and it's funny because even nowadays in school, you have those rich girls. Mm-hmm. And you know they're rich because yeah. they're on Oxford Street mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. like, going to the boutiques. They're mm-hmm. not shopping at the stores we shop at. Yeah. They're shopping at the, like, you know, really, really high-end mm-hmm. stores. And it's quite funny. It's like... It's almost as if the rich are always trying to do one better. Mm-hmm. They always need to be... There always needs to be a separation. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, also the fact that, like, you know, Zara would have been praised for fast fashion initially. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That would have been, like, such a good selling point. Yeah. Like, look, we come up with all this stuff really quickly. Yeah. But, like, as we've seen as you said, like, a great pattern with, with everything, mass production mm-hmm. always ends in tears. Yeah, well, this is the thing, because mass production is, it's the, like, the second highest polluter, like, fast yeah. fashion is the second highest polluter of water and air. Mm. So the biggest argument is it causes so much damage to the environment, and uh, that's the argument that I always use. So obviously it was Black Friday last week. Mm-hmm. I am a despiser of Black Friday. Mm. And there's two sides to this argument. So, mm. the first side is that it encourages unnecessary consumerism. Mm. Okay, before we go any further with this, I would like to say that the message that I have for this with consumerism is that their consumerism is necessary to keep the economy alive. However, my issue is with un- unconscious consumerism. There is so much unconscious consumerism. We consume without even thinking. What I want is conscious consumerism. There is such a lack of conscious consumerism because people aren't thinking about what they're buying, they're not saving up, they're not planning ahead of what they're buying. And that is what is causing this massive capitalist economy yeah. that is just destroying mm-hmm. the planet. I completely agree. Like, I recently bought some clothes for my Christmas presents yeah. that other people could give me. Yeah. Like, I've wanted the jumper for ages. It's yeah. literally just like that one. Yeah. Like... I've I saw the top I think for Asian or urban outfitters I'm obsessed with gr- this color of green I really wanted it but it's like some people will go onto these websites like and you've thought not, about that for a long time yeah you've thought about it they will go onto these websites in their head thinking I'm gonna scroll through and see yeah. what I like yeah. no 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 yeah you scroll through see what you like and I'm gonna spend three hundred pounds yeah and it's like you should see what you like 
but then you know rule it down make sure you want it yeah. you really want it yeah maybe go you back know? a few days later if yeah. you're still thinking about it if you're still thinking about it a week later you probably want it if you've yeah. forgotten about it probably not because if you'd done it straight there and then yeah and the thing is these probably people probably do it like once a week yeah they probably do it on a weekly basis like, and they'll and they'll just buy it that sounds thinking. like an exaggeration as well but it's, but it's really, really not. not like i know people who do that literally and um yeah like i i i've seen on tiktok sheen hall yeah this is i'm gonna i'm gonna go into this anyway going mm-hmm. back to my um my black friday rant it's yeah. like um pretty little thing 100% off. Oh my gosh. That boiled my blood. Sorry, how do you expect to pay garment workers? How do you expect anyone to get paid from that? Because someone has made that. Mm. There has been... Someone has farmed the material. Someone has grown and farmed the materials. Mm. Someone has woven that those the yarns together to make material. Someone has shipped the material. Mm. Someone has made these dresses mm. or these tops. Someone has made all that. And you're charging nothing for it? So who's who's gonna, how are you going to get paid out of zero pounds? Exactly. They I still, think... they only get paid like pence anyway. Like, yeah. Sorry. I think what people forget is like when you're winning, you're having a really good day because you just bought this really cheap dress. Someone else is losing. Like, yeah. And that's not to make you mm. feel guilty for your purchases. None no. of this is, right. None of this is to make you guilty for your purchases. It is to encourage you to really think about what you're buying and what you, yeah, what you're buying. and, and... Definitely. Like, I think if you see a jumper, even if like... In the space of two weeks, you purchased two things from two different shops, but you loved those items and you saw them for a while. And you know they're going to last you a long time. Yeah, it doesn't matter because, you know, like, don't feel guilty about that. That's good. You found stuff you like. Yeah. Like, that's nice. And, you know, it's not often that you buy two things in two weeks. So, like, you know, don't feel guilty about that. Go for it. Mm. Um like honestly do i think then it's easy for rich people who are environmentalists to say well i only buy things full price well not everyone can afford full price yeah uh like it's very good that you're buying full price because that means the workers are getting their very poor but full salary but you know some people can't afford that they do have to wait for sales they do have to wait for black friday to be able to purchase purchase clothes that other people can buy like once a week it's all about like trying to look a certain way mm. trying to follow the trends it's all about that it's yeah. all about like the, the trends that last like two weeks and yeah i was like oh sorry guys we um <laughs> i'm out of breath we got disrupted because we went to get food like we went to the shops to get food and then we had dinner and that was like a while ago now a real while ago like nearly three hours ago <laughs> Literally. anyway so we were doing black friday and basically i just think that black friday encourages so much irresponsible consumerism I know that a lot of people use it to get Christmas presents and stuff like that. And I also understand that many people who can't afford items that are necessary, so maybe like a hoover or like a washing machine, or if they genuinely can't afford like new clothes at a usual, like any other time of the year, they, they do make use of Black Friday. But it's, you know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah, you do. This is the thing. You know... If you shop irresponsibly. I tell you who it is. It's the, uh, all my packages from Pretty Little Thing came yeah. today, but um, I don't know what they are because the pictures wouldn't load, but they were all for 1p. Like, yeah. that, or it's the <laughs> £300 sheen, yeah. and you end up throwing half of it away. It just, like, you know deep down that that is not a responsible thing to do. No. And, and it, it's, it's yeah. ignorance, because I didn't know. I honestly, 
this comes from a place of privilege. It's mm. privileged ignorance. I didn't really consider who was making my clothes, where mm. my clothes were coming from, and what the impact of my clothes were. But once I actually thought about it, I was like, damn. Like, I need to be more conscious about everything I buy because everything comes from somewhere and it has impact upon people and the planet. And if I want to be... Sorry, if I want to be yeah. around in this planet for a long time, i gotta, I got to change shit up. I think another thing... Yeah, good, like, the planet thing. Um, Like, I saw some materials... Like, they require extortionate amounts of water to yeah. produce. Like, yeah, extortionate yeah, yeah. amounts. And in addition to the fact that clothing factories pollute people's water supplies mm-hmm. because these are not white middle class people nobody cares if somebody did this to the river thames yeah which like supplies water for like a load of places yeah, yeah, yeah. like we shit, shit to say yeah, shit would be shit going down because they're all all the people who live near the thames are a type you know yeah or especially in where i live in london like yeah. they're all white middle class oh people. yeah same here it's yeah. the same it's the same people that live by the river we're not calling out people who genuinely like when people talk about you should shop sustainably like it is so much more expensive we're not going to tell people who cannot afford clothes in the first place why are you shopping at h&m that's so bad for the planet you need to be shopping you know you need to be thrifting or you need to be um shopping like sustainably we're not talking to them because they're not the ones that are spending 300 pounds in sheen every three weeks it's the people that can probably afford clothes from sustainable fashion brands exactly. because you can afford the 300 pounds so you can definitely afford i don't know a t-shirt that's maybe 30 pounds that is well made will pay people and will last you a long time and if you're gonna spend 30 pounds on a t-shirt you're gonna bloody love it so hopefully you know you'd it would last you a long time not this 2p t-shirt or a two pound t-shirt that you bought of sheen that when you arrive you wear it once, and then you throw it away because you're like, mm, not going to lie, doesn't really suit me. Yeah, like, personally, I have never shopped at a sustainable brand. Um, and, like, that's not something I'm proud of, nor something I'm not proud of in a mm-hmm. way. Because I do not shop frequently. Yeah. Um, As well as the fact that, like, a lot of my clothes are not mine, they're my friend's clothes. Like, yeah. we take each other's clothes yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, no, literally. And that's kind of good because it's, like, about the whole... Community. Yeah, and, yeah. like, swapping and sharing yeah. so people still yeah. get new I stuff. Love, I love but... that whole, like, swapping yeah. concept. I wish I could do that more with my friends. Literally. Um, like, sometimes, like, well, you have one of my old jumpers. You have a lot of my old clothes. I have a lot of Lily's old clothes. You have <laughs> my, my old Adidas jumper. A lot of her old shoes as well. Because yeah. <laughs> she has baby feet. I do. Like, also... This is kind of not really the point, but Brandy Melville, not a great shop. No. I get their stuff off Depop. Yeah, so do I, so do I, so do I. Because stuff, a... like, I'm not going to lie, their stuff bangs, like, it's great. I, I love their clothes, yeah. but I'm not going to buy directly from them. Yeah. Some stuff, if I cannot find it anywhere on Depop, yeah. like, once a year, I have bought a top from them yeah. that I really wanted, but I could not mm. find anywhere. But then there's also the argument with shopping secondhand. Basically, this whole whole consumerism and whole fast fashion, it is a lose-lose situation. It is mm. one of the... I think consumerism is one of the trickiest problems mm. to solve in this planet. Yeah. Because there's so many factors with it. Yeah. If you let one thing down, 
Or if you try and reduce one thing, you're letting, like, someone down. Mm. Sometimes it's okay to let the big people down. It's okay to let the rich people down. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to let the poor people down. And honestly, at the moment, they are being let down. But also, if you take a whole factory away, it's like, well, you're taking away their accommodation. But it's this, it's the pay within those that accommodation. And actually, they're in so much debt that the, the amount of money they have to pay for... The amount of money that they earn is only enough to pay their accommodation, and that is it. They yeah. can only pay their accommodation, and that is it. Exactly. It's the whole pros and cons of globalisation. Cons negatively affects the environment completely. Cons, bad working conditions. Pros provides a lot of jobs to a lot of people. Yeah, but it's the conditions within those jobs yeah. that are bad. And yeah. if we... You know, if we had less demand for products, mm. we could have fewer factories, mm. but better paid factories. Yeah. And if we train, you know, give other people an education. I mean, this is this is all going back to education. Edu- honestly, education is the source of everything. Yeah, like, Because a lot of these people, they weren't given the opportunity to have an education. They weren't given the opportunity to go into to pursue a field of their choice. I think this is super besides the point. But whilst we're on the education bit, like, I personally have pushed myself to like like undergo hard tasks academically um i know lily has done the same like mm. we're both very like quite ambitious people yeah. in the like educational field and i think it's so hard because you know when you're really working hard at something like you're studying so hard it's very difficult and then you realize like i am privileged to actually yeah. be able to work this hard for such a good qualification yeah and it's like some people don't even get that shot it's so sad yeah it's like some people turn up to our schools they sit there they you know like smoke in the bathrooms then go home and don't turn up to any of their lessons yeah like some people would kill yeah and like oh i it's you're totally right it all comes back to education and giving people better opportunities and taking the opportunities whilst you have them yeah because we are in a privilege so take the opportunity because you might end up in a worse situation like education right now we're in we are so blanketed we're in such a comfort position yeah but once you know after that if we if we i don't know this is why i make the most of school because if i don't get the good qualifications and i have if i don't get the qualifications like to allow me to pursue a career Mm. i'm gonna end up I'm end up depressed. I'm gonna end up in a with a life where I have no purpose, yeah. and I will be depressed. Exactly, like I know it sounds deep, but yeah. it's true. Exactly, like I work incredibly hard now. Lily works incredibly hard now because then if we if something happens and we have to bail on uni, at least we have these qualifications. If something happens after uni and we have to bail on that, at least we have a uni degree. Like it's yeah. like we're just working hard to like make our lives as successful yeah. as possible. And now I'm not saying that this has to be academic. Mm. This could be a sport that yeah. you might be able to pursue. This could be creative. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be. Because for sure. school is not for everyone. But no. trying your hardest and trying to apply to our school system. The school system in the UK sucks. But trying mm. to give your best shot and trying just to work through it. Mm. will You will get, you know, you'll finally get into the real world mm. where not everything is the UK school system. As long as you are working hard at something. Yeah. I deem you to be a good person. Yeah. And it can be of a large variety of things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, going back to the, like, the Depop whole thing, mm-hmm. where I was saying, like, you know, it's taking away from people selling, buying 
oh, okay, what? My pet peeve, I hate it, is when people buy so much shit off AliExpress mm. or post a little thing and then resell it. Yeah. That, like, for double the price, that mm. honestly gets on my last nerve. Yeah. Because it's it's putting it's putting thrift stores out of out of business and yeah. they have to like, they have to hire their prices because it's in such like they have they're you know being threatened from elsewhere it's almost making depop a source of fast fashion no fast it is fashion. <laughs> oh that is crazy mm. it literally is making depop a source of fast fashion and that is why when i see something on depop I'm like oh my god that's so cute i have to double check i have yeah. to see if i've seen it anywhere else if i see that shit more than once or yeah. like more than five times i know that yeah. it's not genuine secondhand usually like the crappier pictures are the ones to go yeah. for because you know it's when you've seen the exact picture it. over yeah. and over again you know yeah. that is dodgy yeah for sure that is yeah dodgy. when they use the pictures off the website yeah. it's not yeah it. you know it's not legit or you know it, it is a legit but like it's not secondhand no you get me because i saw so many like the you know the peggy cardigans from house mm. of sunny i saw them everywhere and i was like damn okay so yeah, I um I I do like Depop and also eBay as well. I use eBay a lot more. Um and eBay is a lot less like people buying stuff first hand in bulk. Yeah. And then selling it on because it like those people that are buying it. So these young teens, probably white teens, girls are making more money of selling that thing second hand than you know the garment makers that have made it. And I just think that d- just doesn't sit right with me. No. Like, when I, I prefer to sell my clothes to my friends mm. for, you know, quite cheap. Because, you know, I think about, you know, I don't want to be... I don't want other people to be pay, paying extortionate amounts for this. Or I donate them to charity. So, yeah, that is... That's my uh, that's my take on, on Depop. But, yeah, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky how these have been, you know... As you say, they... Depop was basically turned into fast fashion. Yeah, and it's sad because that was a very easy way mm. to prevent, uh, like, helping fast fashion for some people. Yeah. And now, like, it's not anymore. I wish near me, like, I see these TikToks about these thrift stores in America that are huge. Oh, yeah. And I'm I would so just jealous. kill. I'm so jealous. <sighs> because charity shops, they're kind of, like, the same, but they're not. They're not mm. the same level. Yeah, it's very old people clothes yeah. in charity shops. No, honestly, I found some good shit in charity oh, shops. Oh, no, yeah, don't get me wrong, yeah, but the but majority... The, but the majority, it's it's dodgy. Yeah. Like, at the moment, I have not had a good charity shop find in a long time. Mm. So I think that's the main portion. Now we can get on to whatever we like. I know what we're talking about. Mm. Spotify wrapped. Damn! <laughs> Let me tell you the heartbreak. Oh my gosh, guys, I was so heartbroken when this came out. I'm going to tell them. You tell them. I go on runs. <laughs> Period. That's it. And I need music for my runs. And I use the most random but really short, so it's the same songs on repeat running playlist that someone made, you know, how they make them on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, obviously, like Eminem, Kanye West, you know, powerful songs, you know what I mean? Let me let me get up Spotify real quick for y'all. Like, listen to the song in the background. That's where your number one song was. Look, the heist that is on the running playlist. It's a good song. No, I love that song, but it's like that's it is actually on my playlist. I listen to a million times as well, so that's probably why it's at the top. But it's like this gave no room for my other songs. I listen to in my spare time, my music time. Like, oh, it was very, it was very sad. Oh no. 
And then my top artists were like Kanye West, Eminem. I don't listen to Kanye West outside. Look, my top five songs. Can't Hold Us, Power, Outside, Run by Run, Don't Blame Me. They're... Run by Run, though. I know, I love I it. I skate to that song. They are, I know, yeah. yeah. No, that's why I said it was a good, yeah. <laughs> um, they are all on my running playlist. But like, Don't Blame Me, I, I love that song. I don't yeah. know what it is about it. I love it. Run by Run, Run by Run is good. Yours is, okay, yours isn't too bad. I thought it was going to be worse Mine that. isn't too bad, but, but like it's Power not, by it's, Kanye yeah. West. Are you kidding me? Number two? <laughs> but oh. it's not a, a, an accurate reflection. No, it isn't. Honestly. I was I was That's quite so heartbroken. What was your um? Yeah, what was your vibe? What was your aura? Do I think it was like something and powerful? Yeah, powerful, powerful and wistful. wistful. Yeah. Mine was euphoric and chill. Wow. Yeah. I think I this this definitely reflects my music taste. Yeah. Especially wistful. I had dance pop and indie pop and modern rock on there. Broadway. Broadway. So weird. She's a secret theater kid. Literally. To- um, Tom Odell. Yeah. Your top artist was Tom Odell. Yeah. That's crazy. Why did I did not see that coming? I just love his songs so yeah, much. Yeah, they're really they good. So hard. Tom, Tom Odell, obviously Kanye West, Eminem, Billy Eilish. That's not. Ba- you made it out to be a lot worse than it was. That Tom Odell, I accept to be on Tom there. Tom Odell, Kanye West. Kanye West doesn't deserve to be on there. Eminem probably would be on there anyway without the running, but he wouldn't be third. Um, Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish. I'm surprised at Billie Eilish being fourth. I'm surprised as well. I didn't know I'm, you were a Billie Eilish fan. Me neither. <laughs> and then Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift. I expected to be Okay, no. Girl. Fine, that was... My minutes listened to was so low. What was it? So low. Like, so low compared to my other ones. Oh yeah, 10,000. 10,000. I was 39,000. Honestly, that is so low That's compared so to... I know. So we just recorded my whole Spotify wrapped and it stopped recording. I bet it's when that music played. Yeah, that's probably why. So yeah, what was I saying? My top song mm-hmm. was Hit the Back by King Princess, which nobody is surprised at. And then my top five songs were Hit the Back, obviously, then 1950 by King Princess, then Homegirl by King Princess, and then Man's World by Marina, which I was kind of surprised at because like, I didn't listen to it that much, but anyway... Um, and then number five was Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. And then my top artists were King Princess, obviously number one. Then Frank Ocean was number two. Madonna was number three, which also I was surprised at because, like, I didn't think I listened to her that much um, this year. And then number four was Moby, mm. who I don't think many people know. Um, and then number five was Matt Miller. Yeah. So yeah, that was my Spotify rap. Your bed is real comfy. Eyes in it. Eyes in it. Sorry. Eyes in it. Yum. Yum. Yumming a stroke. Eyes in it. Yum. Yum, girl. Discuss. Have you watched anything recently, or have you started reading anything again recently? Not yet. Exams are just there. So I'm gonna get out my reading slump. Um, What's lined up for you to read though? Um, what is lined up for me? I still haven't read that Irish book, Irish politics. Oh it's yeah, it's really hard to get into. Yeah, Irish politics is confusing. It is, but like I'm You're gonna determined. do it. Yeah. Um, what else is there? No, I can't remember. No, no, no. Maybe you got to get your I'm pretty certain there's another one, but definitely the Irish one is next. 
Nice. On my list. Um, um, I've got two like book ideas for you for Christmas that I'm going to wow. get you. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I need to read the one you got me for my birthday. <gasps> you haven't read it yet? No. Damn. Yeah, okay. You can That was the that other one. one. Everyday sexism. Yeah. Yeah, and then let us know what it... Um, I'm sure we can unpack. Yeah. Maybe I'll read Everyday Sexism before the Irish one. Yeah, it might Just be... to get me out Yeah, it might be a little... Yeah, yeah. That, the Irish one might be a little bit heavy going to like, get back into that. Yeah. Oh! We were going to talk about Astro World, but that's that was ages ago now. But there's like an update on it because so many people... Um, a lot of the people that um, were that Travis got offered to pay for funeral were rejected, which I think good on them. It was awful, and I I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't as accidental as maybe Travis Scott is wanting to make out. Like it was, yeah, it was fucked up. Yeah, it's there awful. was nothing normal. There was nothing normal about that. Like no. I think rich people just love to play around with. Oh yeah, people. rich people love to. They fuck love around. to play like play president like Kanye West or play lawyer yeah, like yeah him. yeah yeah like they just love it. They do. They really do because they have the power. Mhm. Oh, did you see the? No, you're not on TikTok. No. Did you hear about the um school shooting? Yes. Yeah 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 yeah. Have you seen the video? Yeah yeah where he goes. That's a red flag. It says bro. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that dinner. I don't know why. I think, like. This okay. Can I say this is really weird because we are just doing civil. We're doing civil rights right now, mm. in politics, and I've been writing about like, one of in, in essays I've been writing about the Second Amendment and how like all the controversies. So I it's think, kind of really strange that this has happened. Honestly, I think it's sick and twisted how little gun control they have. How many kids do you want to die yeah. before you are inspired to make some change? Yeah, like it's it's awful. Where is Biden on this? Well, so uh, there have been many attempts to ban or tighten restrictions on gun control. However, mm. here's something for UK girlies who have no idea how American politics work, and for American That's girlies me. who don't know how American politics works. I still don't quite understand how American politics works, but I have to force myself to understand. Right, so you have the House and you have the Senate. Yeah. In both the House and the Senate, there obviously are... You've got the Republicans and the Democrats. Mm. You need, for something to go through, mm. for legislation to go through, you need a... This is amazing revision because I need to revise this right now. Mm. This is really testing me. You need a simple majority mm. in many stages for a bill to get through. So if Biden doesn't have a Democrat majority by, like two-thirds you need most of the time you need a two-third majority yes to make an amendment which would be you if someone if something was going to change on this bill if they're going to be tight to gun restrictions there would be an amendment mm-hmm. on it because it's already an amendment and you can amend amendments and you can introduce laws whatever you need a majority of two-thirds of the house or and two-thirds of the senate if you have i don't know a slight even if you do have the sorry, even if you do have the majority in either the House or the Senate or both as a president, you still need the Republicans, like a, a good chunk of the Republicans, to be on board with it as well, for it to pass. You can't imagine a good chunk. Of the exactly, and you can't imagine that a good chunk of the Republicans would want to pass it. So even if Biden wants to do something about it, it's tricky. I just find it sickening how 
people can be parents and Republican politicians. They can be parents with yeah. kids at high school. Yeah. And not want more gun control. Yeah. The legislative process, it's so complicated. Yeah. And there, you know, there has to be a whole house debate on it and a whole house has to vote mm. on a piece of legislation. And if they don't have the majority, yeah, then they can't. See, it's easier in the UK because... Yeah. To get into Parliament, to be the the um sorry to get for a party to get into government, mm. you need a majority in the first place. Yeah. And there's no midterms. You know how they have, every two years they have yeah. midterms and a, a you know a chunk of so every two years the House of Representatives is reelected, and then every two years one third of the Senate is reelected. So mm. if you're a senator, you get reelected every six years. So it's a lot, it's so much more complicated. And my whole take on the American political system, the American government, it is so counterproductive. It's mm. so hard to do anything mm. because there's so many different checks and balances. You've got the Supreme Court, which should be independent and should have nothing to do with politics, but it, it causes so many issues for the Congress and for the president. Sometimes in a good way, but because there have been... There has been a, a Republican majority in the Supreme Court for so long. It's it's so hard for anything that the Democrats want, so anything progressive, mm. to get through, like gun control. So that is why nothing is being fucking done, and that's why Biden or Obama haven't been on it, because it's so hard for them to. It just blows my mind, really. Like, I know Republicans, like, Republicans will never cease to disgust me, but, like, if they have kids, it just blows my mind. Yeah. It absolutely blows my mind. Yeah. How are you sending your kid to school full well knowing that another kid could walk in and shoot it up? How are you sending and your kid to and school? And they won't pass as murder, it will pass as self-defence, like Carl Rittenhouse. Like, honest, honestly, like, how are you comfortable sending your kids to school? Yeah. I wonder why, like, you wonder why a load of American kids are homeschooled. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. nowhere near as big a thing here. Like, literally, no, no. if you're homeschooled, you're like, here. what the hell? Yeah, it, literally, everybody goes to school in England. But in America, I always hear about people being homeschooled. Yeah. I'm just like, I wonder why. Because would I send my skid to school in America? Yeah, my skid to school. My skid to school. Yeah, my skid to school. Like, I, I've considered thinking, oh, it'd be cool to live in New York or whatever. It'd be cool to live. I don't want to live in us yeah there is so much that i disagree with in the yeah. us and there's so much completely i just think like i maybe wouldn't mind living in a big city like new york but if you're gonna like move out to fucking wisconsin yeah yeah no exactly and i, I just hate how people hail americans hail america as the greatest country in the world and it's not and the american dream is so consumer driven it's so capitalistic and so consumer driven which is i really don't agree with it it's all such a mob mentality it's like yeah america's great oh yeah yeah america's yeah. great wow yeah america's great why is it great yeah they can't tell you <laughs> they can't tell you they cannot tell you like what's great is it your health care no. no it's not your health care is, is it the gun control no no it's not that no is, is it the education no. no it's not that <laughs> is, is it, it the food system yeah. food? like <laughs> no it's none of that is it is it the freedom of speech literally maybe Maybe if you're a racist Republican, but not if you're an extreme leftist. Yeah. <laughs> Though I do have problems with extreme leftists. Huh? I do have problems with extreme leftists. Oh, like, of course. Because any extreme of any... Is bad. Is bad. Yeah, no, of course. But, like, liberal. No, I get you. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I really despise England. But every day I do wake up and think, thank God for my freedom of speech. Yeah. Thank God. Because, thank God I'm not in Russia. 
Even though I have a weird, obsession. unhealthy obsession with Russia. Even though they don't like you. Even though I would be killed there if I went yeah. there. But low-key, like... Because people say to me, oh, would you want to do your year abroad in Russia? Because people know I have a random, weird obsession with Russia. And I'm like, girl, no. One, freedom of speech. I couldn't, like, I can't, you know, I can't express any political opinion. And if I am living in a country where Putin is my president... Girl, you nev- my mouth will never shut up and I will be dead in a ditch. Literally. Also, you're a woman, so... Also, I'm a woman. So if you get domestically abused, they don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> but I, I just... Yeah, I, I've had three dreams in a row where I've been friends or I, ha- I, I am a Russian figure skater. Girl, you need to live, it, live out this alternate r- I know, I really do. Know. I know, I know. But it's weird. I want my partner to be Russian. So that their their grandma, their babushka, mm-hmm. can make me some kulabuka and drink vodka with me. Basically, it's pastry, right? Pastry, mm. rice, mm. salmon, mm. hard-boiled egg, mm. and you bake it, and it's good. so good. I will take your word for it. So good. Anyway, that's my weird direct digression on why I'm obsessed with Russia. I don't actually know why I'm obsessed with Russia. Something about Russia just absolutely fascinates me. But I couldn't live there because of the cold. <laughs> I hate cold. Yeah. How we got into this conversation, I don't actually know. How the hell we got into it, I don't know. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? What? Someone told me I look like I'm born in November. And when I asked them why, they said, like, it's the pale skin, the dark hair, the dark eyes, and the contrast. And I'm like, I was looking around at people at my school, I was like, what month do they look like they're born in? And it's really fun. What month do I look like I was born in? So for you, again, October-y, kind of, because, again, the pear. I could say January for you. Yeah, no, those kind of cold, bitter kind of months. Um, But then, like, I was looking at some people with, like, blonde hair and blue eyes, and you would think summer, but they were also pale, so spring, May. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, like, like a thing. Like, you can see it, (laughs) and it's crazy. And it's, like... Obviously, the tanned people are so. Sorry, I just. Jesus, just gonna snap her back in a second. Do you want to crack my back? Well, that sounds a bit inappropriate. (laughs) Oh, that was good. I needed that. (laughs) Needed just to crack everything. Okay, guys, well, that's all the knowledge we can pass on for today. Yeah, our brains are thoroughly worn out. Yeah. What are we gonna leave them with this week? Um, surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Yeah, that, that, that is actually a good one. Sounds cringy, but it's very true. Mm-hmm. Protect your energy at all costs. Yes. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye! <laughs>